Podcast, a podcast about Phoenix Rising Football Club. My name is Kellen Olson, your host. I'm joined as always by my co-host Jake Anderson. Jake, how are you doing? Hello, hello. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well. We're back to the guest routine. We've got a guest on the line right now, uh, the keeper for Phoenix Rising, Zach Lubin. Zach, how are you doing? Doing good. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, I, I just want to start with just your general thoughts on how the season has gone and uh not only your role within the team, but how you've seen the team perform uh, in front of you. You've got the best eyes on the pitch, of course, at seeing it. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we, we've gone on a nice little run here in the last month or so. Um, we have set some goals for ourselves, uh, you know, where we want to be uh, throughout the season and at the end of the season going to the playoffs, and we're not quite there yet. So... Uh, that's definitely something we keep in our minds and keep us humble uh, and keep us working hard because, you know, the short run of form, you know, was, uh, has been good, but uh, we're not where we want to be. Um, so obviously we gave away some points um, at the beginning and even um, lately, you know, some ties and stuff. Uh, but you can see that we're getting more and more consistent that we're, we're playing the style of football we want to play. We're dictating the tempo of the game, um, and and that's really what we're what our goal is. And I think every week it's uh, it's better and better. Yeah, to stick on that point that you were just making, do do you just see the flow of the game kind of escaping you guys in terms of controlling it like you said is that the main I don't want to call it a problem of course because you guys have figured things out the past couple of weeks for sure and it's not like things were going horribly wrong before but just what's the biggest change you've seen in these past couple of matches where you guys have been able to win three straight in league play mm-hmm. um, you know I just think uh, the big thing is consistency and getting to know each other uh, you know, obviously, you know, preseason was, we played a lot of games. We had a lot of guys coming in and out, you know, everyone trying to figure each other out, but not a lot of consistency. And so now it's like guys are understanding each other's movements, where you're going to be, where, when, you know, where the ball is and uh, how guys play off each other. And that I think has been the biggest uh, piece for us. Yeah. You guys finally got that continuity in there. So that, that defense, that back four, and yourself—you guys kind of seem to be the the key in having such dominance in keeping other teams out of your net. Can you kind of speak to how you guys work so well together as a defense? Yeah, I mean, you know, at first, it's starting with possession. Um, you know, if we can keep the ball, uh, and obviously, they're the other teams limited in their attacks, and uh, you know, our guys have our back line, the guys we brought in, and the guys we kept from last year. Uh, have done such a good job in front of me in terms of building out of the back, keeping the ball, so then we're not just going long and it coming right back down our throats. Uh, and that also, in turn, allows our defensive unit to, to almost rest a little bit. Uh, you know, if we have the ball, then we're not chasing everywhere and tired. So, you know, when we, we are defending, when we are we're, – we're rested and we're ready and explosive and – you know, our, our minds are sharp and not super tired because we've been able to possess and keep the ball and make the other team work a bit. 
It's an interesting point that you brought up, Zach, because it, it, I'm kind of interested by this from just an inside baseball perspective, inside the head of a keeper. And when you guys are having strings of possession where you guys are o- only holding the ball for 10 or 15 seconds and giving it away, it can it be difficult as a keeper to kind of just keep taking yourself, not in and out of the play, of the play necessarily, because you're obviously locked in the whole 90 minutes when yeah. the team has the ball high up the field. But when there's continuous turnovers and things like that what can that do to you and then of course the four guys in front of you you know it's it's frustrating because uh you know we work so hard to defend and get the ball back and then you know for just a quick turnover and they're coming right back down our throats it's like you know it, it can be very frustrating and guys are bickering at each other and it just kind of seems to fall apart uh in that sense and you know then we're not as confident in the playing our ability to play and keep the ball. So then it is just turning over into knocking it along and coming back down our throats, knocking along, coming back down our throats. So it's a slippery slope when, uh, you know, we can't keep the ball to just kind of, uh, turning into a long ball style of game. So when we try to come out and start the game well and keep some possession, uh, I think that really helps us dictate the flow of the game. Speaking of the relationship with your teammates, you guys obviously have two phenomenal keepers. Can you speak about your relationship with Carl, both being competitive against each other, but also supporting each other? Yeah, I mean, first off, like Carl is a you know top class professional person. Uh, everything like we we have a really good relationship. We hang out like on and off the field. Um, we work really, really well together. We have a very, I think, similar style of play with our builds uh, and everything. And so, you know, I know what he needs to be his best. He knows what I need to be at my best. Um, and, yeah, I mean, as goalkeepers, they, you know, that's the toughest part about the position is there's only one spot and you're not getting subbed in and out. You're not, like, getting that game, you know, rotation uh, too much. And uh, so it's it's tough, and it goes to show, you know, last year uh, in and out, like I was in and out, um, but I think I did a lot to support Carl and make sure to help him be at his best in that show, uh, you know, last year and how consistent he was. Um, and then this year, like, he's done the exact same for me uh, to where he's making sure that I'm in good form, that, you know, we're playing well uh, and winning games. So ultimately, that's the most important thing, but – you know, we, we have a thing called the goalkeepers union and, uh, it's a really, and it, it's not like that everywhere, uh, where the goalkeepers get along and work well together. But here we have a really strong goalkeeper union and, uh, we just want to be successful and we help each other, you know, be successful. Zach, I want to kind of wanted to zoom out here for a second outside of Phoenix Rising, kind of look back on where your career has taken you and uh, notice mm-hmm. looking into this and researching it a little bit of time in Sweden. Uh, what can you tell me about just that entire experience of completely relocating your life and playing professionally in that type of setting? And it was, it was so awesome, both on and off the fields. Um, I, I've always had a bit of a wanderlust. Uh, love traveling so to be able to go to a different country and live and experience different cultures and you know then also being over there and having the opportunity to travel throughout Europe and go to Spain and explore the rest of uh, Scandinavia and go to Norway and the fjords is like incredible uh, off the field and just growing as a person being in uncomfortable situations uh, was was awesome and then on the field uh, it was so huge for my game to go from 
you know, back when I first went, I think it was like 2013 or 2014. And, you know, even in the USL, the season was only maybe six months. You're playing, you know, 15, 16 games or 20 games. And, you know, that's just not enough. And so that's where I really got my first full year of playing football day in, day out, playing 30 or 40 games uh, with cup games, league games, preseason, everything. Uh, and then also that's where I really learned how to play with my feet. You know, prior to that, it was just kicking it long. But in Sweden, you know, they were demanding that we keep possession and play with the feet. So on the field, it took my game to another level. And off the field, uh, it took me as a person to another level. Yeah, in today's game, all 11 have to be able to use their feet, keepers included. So after that Sweden run, you actually came back and played for Tulsa, who you play on Friday. Is there any extra motivation playing your former team? You know, there there always is. Uh, I For some reason, I don't know why, like I have, I have a lot of love for Tulsa. Like they were, when I, there, when I was there, I really enjoyed my time. We were a first-year team. I felt like I helped really build – uh, you know, that club lay a little bit of a foundation, but like when we play them, it's like, I, I want to beat them. And I've, when I've played against them, I've had some incredible games. So uh, some of my best games have come against them. So I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I'm hoping to, to repeat that uh, on Friday night. Zach, with what has happened in the in the attack the past couple of weeks and the guys really finding a rhythm up there, uh, myself personally, I've been really impressed with Adam John, not the fastest guy, not the strongest guy, but works really hard and has a really good touch for things in front of net. Well, what to you in, in the USL and just beyond do you see in him as a striker right now with his form, but also from your experiences coming up against a lot of goal scorers in the box, of course, that, that makes him uh, what the player that he is right now really finding his form? Yeah. Um, he's gotten into some great form right now and uh, and that him and our attack has helped us in back so much. It takes so much pressure off of us when, you know, they're scoring, scoring early and scoring as many goals as we have. Um, but yeah, he's he's incredibly cheeky. Like, um, you know, we play this two-touch game and sometimes, I don't know how he, he keeps the ball up sometimes. He, he moves. It, I, I don't want to, like, it looks so unorthodox, but it's it's incredible to watch him uh, sometimes, like in the air, taking his first touch, and he's elusive uh, on the move, getting away from his defenders. And you know, Solo and Junior, like they've done an incredible job of finding him in the box. So, and for me, going up against him day in and day out, and going up against that front line, uh, it makes games almost a little bit easier, knowing that I've just trained against some of the best attackers in the league and uh that, that gives me a lot of confidence going into games looking ahead to friday it's obviously dollar beer night and you have won 10 out of 10 on dollar beer night but it's also starting to get hot we are in june does mm-hmm. that heat give you guys a home field advantage for teams that obviously don't have to deal with that in the summer definitely definitely you know finally this week we're breaking into the hundreds and um, it gives us a huge home field advantage. Uh, we know that, you know, especially going into games, you know, 60, 65 minutes, these teams are going to be gassed. And uh, that's when we can really uh, step on, you know, step on their throats and, and close out a game. Uh, you know, we, we train, uh, you know, during the hottest part of the day, and we brought that up, and we're, we're getting used to the heat now. But uh, the, we know that these teams don't want to come here and, well, you know, and they look at the weather and see that it's 100 degrees of kickoff. Uh, 
you know, they, I think mentally they're already like, oh, this is going to be a long night. Yeah, your uh, your teammate, Kevon Lambert, was uh, called up for the Jamaica national team, and he just got the start. They just tweeted out the starting lineup. So he will be representing them in the Gold Cup. You want to speak a little bit about your teammate representing his country? That's it's. Uh, I mean, that just goes to speak about Phoenix Rising as a club itself that we you know we have guys getting called into the na- their national teams. And that's, you know, no one deserves it more than uh, Kevin Lambert, you know, constant professional working hard and training and then in games he even takes it to another level uh in terms of his ability and what he's capable of and it's great to see him get the recognition and now you know getting a start against usa tonight and we're all uh we're all have a a, we're rooting for jamaica for sure i mean obviously we want the u.s team to win but to you know to see a teammate on that stage and and doing well like that's what we all really want to see too Zach, to kind of wrap things up here, my dad would absolutely kill me if I did not bring this up. Uh, you are from Bozeman, Montana. So is my father. He was born and raised. Uh, I've been to Big Sky. I've been to Bozeman. I've been to Butte. I, I love Montana. I try and pitch it to anyone anytime they're listening. So why don't you join me in that, Zach, and, and pitch the beautiful country land of that Bozeman, Montana area and just uh, growing up there in the entire area. Ah, see, that's the thing. I I, I don't want to share our secrets. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful. Like, uh, oh, it's I great. Love, I love Bozeman. I'm so you know, like I didn't get to grow up in the the you know exactly a soccer hotbed, but I wouldn't have wanted to grow up anywhere else. Uh, you know, just from all the outdoor activities, skiing, hiking. Summers are incredible. Uh, going on the lake and the river, and there's just uh, that bit of you know outdoor kind of small communities and it's just uh, something you don't really get too many places anymore for sure so that i i love bozeman my parents still live there uh, i try to go visit whenever i can uh, i just feel so blessed to have grown up in such a wonderful place Oh yeah, you you were just bringing it up and talking about it makes me want to go back. I haven't been back in a couple of years, and and I grew up in I grew up in Phoenix my entire life. So just going there for the first time and having all these things to do outdoors that it wasn't 110 degrees and there's all this green stuff everywhere. It was it was really alarming for me, but in the best way possible. And I can't wait to be back. And it's cool that we share that little nugget, man. I want to thank you a lot for joining us on the show, and uh, best of luck the rest of the season, Zach. Of course, thank you for having me. Appreciate uh, talking to you guys. Yeah, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you on Friday. Of course. See you guys out there. All right, everyone listening, we'll be back next week to uh, talk about that match against Tulsa. We'll see you then. Peace.